0: Hi, Randy. Hey, buddy bear, man, bear, man, pig. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you doing? Gonna be better. It's a little humid over here. I'm a little sad that uh, winter is turning into spring. I have uh, the opposite of seasonal affective disorder uh, where most people get (laughs) sad in the winter. I get sad in the spring and summer. Uh, Yeah. I like it cold. Yeah. Snow. I like to be indoors. Yeah. Yeah. I like your T-shirt, buddy. Thank you. Triumph Motorcycles. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of my favorite motorcycle brands. Speed Triple. It's good times on my Speed Triple.
1: Hey, be quiet for a second. All right. So we're back, guys. Um, sorry for that. We were fixing some fan noise over at the uh, Cheap Audio Man Studios LLC Incorporated.
0: Mm-hmm. It's LPC, actually, limited Part. I don't even know what that is. I was gonna stop. make a joke. I was stop. gonna make a joke, but I literally don't know what it is.
1: You stop talking right now. Is that is that a tube amplification fire that I see in the background all lit up like Joshua Valor came over and helped you with your lighting? It it's about is ready
0: to, it's about
1: ready to warm up. Amplification fire.
0: Yeah, see, look at it. There's an orange glow. Ooh.
1: Hey, I got I got two B's right there.
0: We, you always the got two, one at me. Yeah. We're the two brothers. Hold on. Well, hello oh, there. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. It started making the music, which it's supposed to do. Sorry about that. You can get written by poor Mumford and Sons.
1: Absolutely, we will. They're not going to appreciate They're not going to stand the for and, this. The Ron and Randy people. audio hour. Like, no, they can't have our money.
0: <laughs> There's five people that are going to watch this.
1: Well buddy, so you're uh dabbling with tubes. I just watched that review this morning.
0: The Rice song A ten. Rice song A ten. I'm gonna turn it off. Does everybody understand that it's operational?
1: It is operational.
0: Yeah, I'm turning it off. I don't need power. (laughs) I don't need another heater source in this room.
1: Heater in the background?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, I loved it. I loved it. That was such a fun review to do. And um it was a cool learning curve. Uh, Brock, my buddy, uh, helped me out, kind of taught me a little bit about tubes. Sorry, my daughter's in there doing the uh, dishes. But it's oh. like if a deer comes in the backyard, you don't say anything. You don't approach it. You just let it do its thing. Because if you, do, like, approach it, it's gone. Yeah. So when, when she's in the, in, the, in the kitchen doing the dishes, no eye contact.
1: No eye contact. That's just the let, trick.
0: Let it roll. Don't poke That's the bear. Awesome. Let sleeping yeah. dogs lie. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. right. song A ten. Loved it. A lot of fun. Awesome. Want to continue my journey into tubes? Yeah, you uh,
1: gave a a hint or a nod to a potential EL
0: eighty four. So Brock. Amplifier? Yeah. So Brock is, and the cool thing about this whole deal is, like, I have legit become friends not only with you but with Mm -hmm. a lot of the viewers as well. Mm -hmm. And one of my friends is named Brock and he was telling me about, uh, EL84 tubes. And then last night you're telling me about 300 B tubes. Yeah. And I just, um, I, I've always been kind of a tinker -er. Yeah. So this part of the hobby is really appealing to me Mm. because it's, it's not just an amp. Like if you buy a, I don't know, pioneer or Marantz receiver, or whatever. You get what you get.
1: You get what you get. Yeah.
0: But here you can get it. It sounds great, and then you can get on the forums and then start to talk to other people and figure out, hey, how can I, how can I soup this thing up a little bit? And yeah, that's what I think is really cool about them.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then you uh, go about changing tubes. We're not going to say tube rolling. We're going to say change tubes.
0: And I never knew what that meant. <laughs> And then they'd say ear pad rolling. I'm like, what? Like you take it out and you like you like well, I didn't know.
1: It's like a you use it like a sponge, and then you wring it out.
0: Well, like when I got a baseball cap when I was a kid, you put a a baseball yeah. in the middle, you wrap it up with a bunch of rubber bands, and you let it sit for a while. Yeah, I didn't know maybe if you do something like that. For that's pads. what I
1: that's what I do with my tubes. I just roll them
0: up with a baseball and yeah, put them yeah. in the dryer. For a little bit, yeah.
1: So, what is the EL84 tube amp that you're? Is that just kind of general? Like you're just thinking, like I need to get an EL84 tube amp, or is there a specific one?
0: Well, I mean, I'm kind of all in on the RySong Song thing right now. So, okay. Um, I think the A20 or A30, 20 um, I think is an 84. Yeah, and I think they're available on the Amazon they're get So they're starting to get north of what the cheap audio man feels comfortable talking about. Yeah, but it's still kind of, I don't know, in the ballpark. I'm going to move my camera. Doesn't look like it's no problem. Focusing on me. It's struggling a little bit, but not too bad. It's probably because uh, I didn't take a look at the back of it before I turned it on.
1: I'm very anxious to see what you think about EL 84s. They've been one of my favorite tubes. These are, have you heard the
0: 34s? i have mm-hmm. okay so compare and contrast broad strokes what's the difference
1: mm. i think that you actually said it the el34 depending on the topology of the amp it is a sweet i think it's a sweet sounding tube it's it's got a sweet top end um
0: EL and 80 f- does that mean like more detailed or more rolled off more smooth what does sweet mean
1: Yeah, I think, I think you just nailed it with that last word. I think that things just kind of get a little bit smoothed out. It's not as like forward. It's not as like,
0: less less analytical, just
1: a nice, you know, you hear that beautiful decay and it's just like, it's almost like the notes are being stretched out like a, like taffy, like, Like, Ooh, that is just a nice decay on that. That's sweet.
0: That's sweet. I did experience that. So um I yeah, I've run it with a bunch of different speakers, but the Q Acoustics 3030i, I can't remember what song it was last night, but I was listening to it again just in here working. And at the end of an A song, it was a symbol hit. Yeah. Dude, it went it went on for like four or five seconds because there's just, nothing else going on. And I'm like, mm. it just literally sounded like someone smacked a cymbal lightly. Yeah in my room yeah yeah it was uh i it was
1: it would you say that it was sweet (laughs) it was sweet
0: i just think uh, it was just very enjoyable sweet awesome uh remarkable extraordinary whatever whatever you want to throw on top of it i um yeah i'm so glad i got it
1: yeah uh eel 84s are punchy I love what they do with Mel vocals, specifically like baritones. You get some baritones going it, and it's like, ooh, there's just something for me of lower mid-range to mid-bass in that region that it kind of leads to charge. And so you kind of have like a fullness and a richness to those
0: v- vocals. And
1: mm, mm.
0: I got to try them all now. Yeah. I'm like... I'm like the kid that just discovered mm. ice cream or
1: acoustics, like a full bodied acoustic guitar. You listen to like, the Oh entire... yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude. It's like, it's, it's really something special. EL84s are hands down. One of my favorite tubes, hands down.
0: Yeah. So they're great. Or a little Bob Marley would sound like that. Do. Oh yeah. Do, 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 oh, one do, best, do, do. one of the best, dude. One of the best. Do. do.
1: Brilliant, brilliant yeah. songwriter, yeah. So, well, Randy, yeah, what are we going to talk about today?
0: Well, I, I mean, I selfishly want to continue talking about tubes, but yeah. we both did a cool little polk review this week. We did, yeah. It was a full on full court press on the on the youtubery with yeah. the polk and the R one hundred. And well, yeah, I mean, you you fancied it up with your dapper dan stuff. That's what uh, I do. Dapper Dan with the, with the, uh, towers, but yeah, the yeah. reserve series. I mean, I think yeah. that's kind of what we, our tent was on this.
1: Yeah. Let's, uh, let's, let's dive right in. So I want to talk about the reserve series and I think a good place to start is I noticed the finish on yours is different than the finish on mine. I thought you were going to get the same finish that I had, but is that like a fake veneer? One moment. Okay. I'm sorry. All right, so Randy, I think whoa, look at that. Look at that manly belly. Did you see that, guys? Randy Randy has no need for a six-pack. He's got a one-pack like I do. We don't need six. We only need Did one. Did I
0: just show the giant belly?
1: <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> I'll I'll, I'll 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 edit
0: it. Don't just leave it. Let's be real here.
1: All right, let's be real. We got one packs. Yeah. We're dads. We deserve yeah. it. We earned it. Yeah. I'm okay. sorry
0: folks. I used to be in shape. Not so much anymore. Okay, so
1: so right off the bat that looks like kind of like a vinyl wrap. It's not textured, oh, yeah. right?
0: It's it's No, there's zero chance this is real veneer. Okay.
1: Just like a vinyl wrap then. Okay.
0: Yeah, it's a way. it's a, a well done uh But I mean, to be fair, like nobody in this price category, yeah, like triangle, elac, um, that it's all very similar, you know, it's it's well done, um, yeah, no seams. I'll tell you, it's a heck of a lot better done than the Polk S20, Um, yeah, cool magnetic grills. And that's one thing I never talked about magnetic
1: grills, yeah, mine as well, yeah,
0: yeah, um, very tastefully done, so they're like, uh, yeah, curved on there. I don't know if you can see that. So, like Yeah. yeah. Here's okay, yeah, there you go. There you so go. So it's got like a lip on it. Yeah. And it, very nice adhesion. It's handsome um, speaker.
1: I love the color of the cloth with the brown. That is that's that's a handsome speaker.
0: Yeah, it's that's uh, handsome we're going to call that heather gray. Yeah. Um and then we're going to call it uh on the side um um uh, vacation brown. Yeah, I like that. Vacation, I like man. that.
1: And I assume that the binding posts on the back are the same as mine. I don't know why they would be different. Are they just little it's five just bare, way
0: bare wire sticking out the back? <laughs>
1: sticking out with like they just drilled a hole
0: in the back. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: Drilled a hole in the back. There you go.
1: There he is, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, they look like.
0: Well, these are they the look... best binding posts I've ever seen on a polk. Okay. Cool. Now, to be fair, it's not like I've ever played around with the LSI or the legend series. Some of the heavy hitter stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I mean, for my purposes, I've owned a ton of Polks, the T series, the S series, um, some, uh, RTI series way the best binding posts out of any of them. Yeah. So, uh, maybe it's the TSI. So yeah, TSI series. Yeah. I've had a bunch of Polks. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah, dude, I, well, what I was going to say is, um, when I saw in the specs and I wanted everybody to know, Randy and I, we didn't talk about these speakers at all while we had them and it kind of, it was hard. It was not tough, to talk man.
0: Cause we, I mean, we springboard, you know, a lot of stuff off of one another.
1: Impressions and ideas and things like that. And, and
0: um, I'm going to give Ron credit here. You're the one that like, dude, I know what you want to do and we can't do it. Yeah. And I mean I hinted around about hey, what do you think of that? And he's like, Randy, check yourself. No, he didn't say it like that, but he's like, dude, we can't talk about it. Let's just do this yeah. the right way. And I was like, Yeah, you're absolutely right.
1: Yeah. Well, all we had was just kind of like a like a kind of like a press kit, if you will, that just shows us some of the technologies and then specifications and things like that and i don't even know if you even had that to be honest with you but i did yeah and so when i saw the finishes i saw white black and brown and i was wondering what the brown was and when you did your video i was like that's clearly got to be the brown and it looks nice um
0: yeah i like it a lot
1: yeah you know and that was the first thing i didn't mention this in the video and i wish i would have is i really like the black textured finish i'm glad that they didn't do the typical like black oak vinyl wrap nonsense i think it's just so overdone and the fact that they did something black ash black ash no thanks um i think it looks clean it's a very clean even sarah gave it compliments she's like that's a nice looking speaker and it's just a black box you know it's nothing fancy but there's something about that texture that's pretty appealing. It looks
0: nice. If I'm okay. If I'm just like speaking freely here, like, yeah, I feel like somewhere, like a bunch of folks at Polk sit down and like, all right, we're done messing around. Okay. Yeah. Let's put out something that's sounds great. Looks great. And, you know, is accessible to most people. Yeah. That most people can get to. And, I mean, there's like everything from the finish. Like there's nothing to complain about on my part. Maybe some other people will complain about certain things of it. I got nothing. I not one bad thing to say about it. Yeah. And they didn't, they're not paying me. No. Or nothing, anything.
1: Yeah. You know, and I paid close attention to some of the comments that came my way. And I, I actually had a little more thumbs downs out of the gate than I typically do. And so I just asked in the community, Hey, what, what's going on here that I missed a bullseye. And a lot of the feedback that I got at least from my crowd is that it just feels like there was a whole lot of people talking about Polk audio and that might raise suspicions. And for me, I get that. Like, I totally get like, "Mm, what's going on here.
0: But I saw that I, I didn't agree with that though, because I mean, okay, so we're in the age of the YouTube and the internet and all that stuff, right? Like, yeah, I don't, I, and I don't know how people do, speaker releases or product releases or whatever. I just thought sure. it was like smart on Polk's part to be like, Hey, would you review this speaker? Um, it would be great if it could be up on release date and you know, we want to spread the word about this speaker sure. and be done with it. And I thought that that's what they did. And I thought they executed on it. Um, I don't know what the expectation of some of the people that were saying it seemed like a little much. Okay. Uh, if I was was running a company, I'd do the same thing.
1: No, I, so I totally agree with everything you just said. I think that what it is, is sometimes the perception of people that don't know, like what's actually going on. They might feel like, Hmm, these are all pretty glowing reviews. What the, what the heck is going on? Um, but to be clear, like whenever, whenever you are sponsored, whenever you have already arranged to get the product for free or whatever, you have to click a little button in YouTube that says so. You have to actually be honest with your audience. And there's a reason why you didn't see that on our videos is because there is no horse in this race, right? There is no weird arrangement. We weren't paid to do the reviews. They were not sponsored videos. You know, they're not giving, I already have the return label for mine. They gotta go home. And so, I think what it is, and I wanted to kind of, you know, just shed some light on this is that in the case of our videos, it's, it's just honest feedback and you're right. I think that, you know, since we know kind of how things go is that Polk has to market it like this, like they've got to, you know, they've got to do this and they can't talk about it because of embargoes and things like that until a specific date. And so
0: we're reviewers. We're yeah, viewers. I mean, that's like what we do. Yeah, I was. First of all, I was thrilled that I I got to do this.
1: Yeah. Second of all,
0: and if you watch my video and the final thoughts, I, I le- legit say it, I was nervous when I got this because. I didn't want it to be not good. <laughs> yeah, I, I wanted the speaker to be good because I have had. Mixed experiences with. Polk. Yeah in the past mess. Yeah. And if anything, there may have been a bit of bias on my part, uh, simply because it was good. Um, But you know what? I, I mean, I still stick behind everything I said. I, it's a remarkable speaker. I wish, it is. I wish the larger, I wish I would've gotten to hear the six and a half inch version.
1: The 200, the R200, yeah. yeah.
0: And, and, and I can't comment on it because I haven't heard it. And I, and I do know that the six and a half version is not always just a bigger version of the five. Sometimes they can, within the same family, speakers can sound quite different. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I would love to hear that one. Um, I would love it if they were 500. But, yeah, you know, I, I know that... Polk doesn't always sell at MSRP, so that could be street price. You know, when when they're released and they're out there for a while, I don't know.
1: Well, dude, one thing one thing that I think is pretty impressive is the drivers inside these literally are the same drivers inside the Legend series. Yeah, literally. It's not. It's not like they're a. Uh, you know, a cheaper version. They're not like, ah, you know, we got some stamp frames and, you know, we tried to shave off some, no, it's literally the exact same drivers. And so what I got worried about knowing that I do, you know, objective measurements as well is, man, are we going to see some resonances? Are we going to see some problems? And when I measured that speaker, it, it blew me away. I was like, this is, this is a very, Objectively good measuring loudspeaker. And before I even got to the measurements, I was like, the damn thing sounds good, like mm-hmm, really mm-hmm. good, you know? So mm-hmm.
0: I think the thing that, coming from the S20 um, and the S15 to this, now I think the TSI series and the RTI series, RTI series was just kind of a, a brawler. Okay. Here's the yeah. music. We got some punch on the bottom. We got some sparkle on the top. We, we're not worrying about any of that silly imaging and soundstage stuff. We're just going to present the music, in yeah. a big, big fashion. Mm-hmm. Now the TS TSI one hundred, I could tell that that was a more refined series of speaker. Sure, um, but it's also ten years long in the tooth. Like I, I, think you can still find some. And then the S series was again kind of harkening back to that RTI series with the punch sparkle. Now, to be fair, that speaker did have a bit better imaging and sound staging than uh, some of the other ones, than the RTI. And then I would just get this one. And I'm just like, okay, all right. So this is a legit hi-fi audiophile speaker. You know, this yeah. is this is doing everything that everybody else. And what I think surprised me the most is like, you know, I think it could be argued who set the bar, but I don't think anybody's going to argue that Andrew Barr. Andrew Jones kind of set the bar with the pioneer series. And then what he did over at ELEC and kind of continuing to just give you so much for the dollar as far yeah. as the experience. And I really felt like Polk was just like, all right, hold my beer. We can yeah. do that too. We can do and, it. And, uh, you know, I love Andrew Jones, all the, his speakers with maybe the exception of the debut B 6.2, um, and, mm-hmm. I like the Polkar 100 just as much.
1: Did you um, did you find them to be challenging to drive? Did you have any issues driving them?
0: I didn't. And okay. frankly, I, I actually drove them off the Rysong oh. A10, 6-watt, Tube band I was um, wondering. yeah, And that was a great pairing. Now, I didn't get it super loud. Um, 86
1: dB, 3.8 ohms is what I'm showing on their site. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it's... Spec wise, not the easiest load in the world. So that's pretty
0: impressive. Now, I wasn't listening at 90 dB. Yeah. But, you know, generally You and I,
1: I think, listen about the same. You hit the 80s, and I'm usually like, that's
0: plenty 80, loud. 85 for me is like, it, it'll it bounce between like 80 to 87. That's kind of my wheelhouse. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, 90 is a bit too light. 75 is okay. But I kind of like getting right up to the 80 is where I feel like, okay, now I can really hear everything in the speaker yeah. and yeah. anything louder than that is just a bit too much for me.
1: So you tried them with the rice, with the rice song. Um, mm-hmm. did you throw like firepower at them to see how they would respond with like class D power or something with a bit, a bit more?
0: Yeah. So uh, I tried them on the SVS sound base. Um, okay. and that warmed them up a bit um not okay. to say that they were like bright yeah bright sure. at all it just you know it just give you a little bit of butter on the bottom and then uh, emotiva TA100 as a preamp going into the A300 which again that's uh into four ohms is 300 watts um yeah uh that's more of a neutral amp i think and yeah. perfect and then the anthem integrated 225 which okay. is a, a bit more again about 300 watts into four again a bit more analytical um so i felt like the speaker you know took on a lot of the characteristics of the amp yeah um i i never like was like holy cow it's a different speaker when i got 300 watts on it sure i I felt like it's its behavior and performance was a pretty pretty good throughout now you know time will tell i'm gonna hold on to him for a while and listen to him longer um and You know, I'll see if I notice any differences, but like the ELAC Unify UB5, the first gen, you know, really benefited from a lot more power. Like it really woke that speaker up. With the R100, I feel like it was, I feel like the performance was pretty similar across everything.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, I wish, so my experience is um, mirror yours. And I wish that I would have done a better job of talking about pairings in my review, but, um, I had them even on this little guy, this is a battery powered tube amp that dishes out 15 Watts. So nothing crazy. Um, and I felt like it was able to drive those just fine, you know, like similar to what you're saying, you know, reaching up into the eighties, no problem. I
0: forgot to say Vista Audio Spark 20 watts per channel, which is actually one of my favorite pairings. There you go. Okay, okay. Um,
1: Now for me, I will say this, that when we start talking about like base authority and I mentioned this in the video is that there's some junk in the trunk with the R600s, like man, they can clobber you. Um, I noticed that, sorry, I noticed that when I I fed them firepower, they thanked you in that in that arena. Like, oh, you wanted to get punched. Okay. Well, we can do that. Were
0: you pointing at the Marancy Pansy? Marancy Pansy.
1: This guy right here. Yeah. Yeah. Sounded lovely, man. It was just, you know, and for me, that ring radiator, dude, that it really, I meant what I said in the review is why don't we see more offerings of ring?
0: Dude, I couldn't like like I couldn't formulate it in my brain what I was saying. And then I watched your video after uh on the morning of the uh release and I'm like Ron nailed it. It's kind of like a combo between, you know, a ribbon and a soft dome yeah. tweeter. You know, it's yeah. just it has characteristics of both. And both. in my video I'm struggling to kind of conceptualize the same thing. I think I was getting at the same thing. I just couldn't say it as succinctly or as intelligently as you. Well,
1: thanks, man. Yeah, that's, that was, I appreciate that. That's what I noticed is I feel like it does kind of ride the line of sharing positive attributes in both camps. So it's like, it's a, it's a great top end. Like I did not ever enter any kind of listening fatigue or yeah. feel like, yeah that sounds a bit shouty. I didn't, I think Sean mentioned like he felt like there was a bit of a rise in the response and his speakers are different than mine. So I have no idea how his measures, but I didn't hear that and I didn't measure that. I feel like we just have a very slight dip at the, at the mid range. I mean, slight dip at the uh, crossover point, like a D like a DB, DB and a half. We're talking nothing. It, they did a great job.
0: Yeah. I just thought it sounded great. I mean, I didn't think it sounded overdone or, <clears throat> too forward or it just didn't sound like even really well done aluminum and titanium I still feel like have a bit of a they have a bit of a, of a uh, tendency to stretch their legs a bit on the top yeah. even when they're mm-hmm. they're trying not to to kind of keep them reined in and this you know I, I talk about it a lot with like treble like 16th notes on uh by Nina Simone so mm-hmm there'll be speakers that will give you that clarity, mm-hmm. but they won't give you like the te- tactile nature of the stick hitting. It's yeah. just like, like, yeah, it sounds like good and it sounds at the right frequencies, but it's lacking that body. Yeah. And this tweeter was just like, so realistic in that sense where I didn't feel like it was like giving you a, this is the speaker's translation of the music. I just felt yeah. like it was, here's the music. This is a delivery vehicle for the music.
1: I totally agree yeah i I completely agree with you and i'm I'm a big fan of hearing things that, as I describe on my channel in the time domain, like the decay of things, and what you just said is how realistic do those symbol hits actually sound, and even more, when you've got somebody smashing the crap out of symbols, can you tell that there are different pitches in those symbols, or does it just sound like one big <laughs> hashy hashy yeah. yeah. And dude, it it ran with that. What did you what did you one of the things that I brought up is I wish there was a bit more texture and tone and bass. Did you find that or do you were you happy with some of the resolution or quality in bass? Or what were your thoughts on that?
0: Well, so I'm not where you're at as far as like bass. And I I just don't have the experience that you have. Um Okay. I will say though, <clears throat> one of the better sounding speakers from a bass perspective that I've heard as far as like nuances and details and things like that, you know, was the elect debut reference. Yeah. Uh, okay. Mm. So that one is really good. I mm. I f- felt like now I didn't AB them right next to each other. And maybe I'll do that later from memory. I felt like the Polk had a lot of the same characteristics, I think the best speaker that I've ever heard for bass is the NHT Super Zero or Super One 2.1. And I think that was just like a full-on paper driver. Now, unfortunately for me, that speaker had a lot of too many things to get over for me to be like, hey, this is great. But the bass, I'll call it bass resolution. Like the bass realism sure was really good on the NHT um yeah. and i feel like maybe would be better than the Polk R100 and even the the Elac Debut reference but i said it in my video so if you're talking about bass presence like mm-hmm. how balanced is it if you're mm-hmm. talking about bass roll off which means how low does it actually go even though we have yeah. specs Mm-hmm. You can still hear stuff, you know, even down into the thirties, even if it's spec at 50 something, it's just going to be much quieter. So, and yeah. some speakers just stop. Like there is yeah. nothing there, but if you have yeah. a good, if a speaker has a good roll off, you can still kind of hear it and you're like, oh, okay. And so mm-hmm. I felt like it checked all the boxes better than. ah, I'll, I'll say just about as good as anything I've heard. And the only other speakers would be Unify UB 52s by ELAC. But I actually think Polk has better bass clarity than that. Mm. Yeah. I think the ELAC debut reference has as good of clarity as the R100. But I think that it's almost bumped a bit in the bottom end to where I think the Polk is more neutral. Yeah. If that makes sense. So... Does it do the best in every category as any speaker I've ever heard? No, but it does better across the three categories that I kind of grade based on than pretty much any speaker I've heard.
1: Okay. Yeah, no, that's great, man. I need to, uh, I'll need to share with you some of my favorite albums. When I start listening for like resolution and bass and texture and tone and bass, I'll have to share some of my, I have a whole bunch of albums that I always listen to that It's, it's just really well recorded upright
0: basses and you'll start hearing it for sure. You know what's so. a good track for bass? Mm. Clarity is um <clears throat> it's off the corn unplugged record. It's the last track on the album. And Corn did an unplugged album? Yeah, it's fantastic. They do a I cover know of that. They do a cover of creep. Uh they do a duet what? with they do a duet with Amy Lee. They have the cure come on and what? play with them? Are you <laughs> dude? Are I'm, you kidding me? Yeah, I'm kidding you, Ron. No, I'm not. It's awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding you, Ron.
0: <laughs> no, and the, the last track they have these Japanese taiko drums come on, and I mean, I gotta just, hear this. And I mean, it is like insane. Yeah. But I had, and it was like you could feel, and I played the drums, right, man? Yeah. And not taiko drums, but I have played like big bass drums, and I've uh, yeah. I've played uh, a timpani or timpani, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And like, you can hear the head vibrating when you're there and playing it. Yeah. And like that reverb coming off and you can hear it with these speakers on that. I highly recommend that track, man. Just crank up because it's not super low bass, but you get that texture and the nuances that only if a speaker doesn't do it well, it doesn't sound real. And it sounded real with these.
1: For you guys that are listening, what are your favorite tracks or albums for testing bass? Let us know in the comments. I'll be curious as to what you say. Um, well, that's awesome, man. You know, a good friend of mine uh, was telling me, if you want a great track to determine the roll-off in bass, there's a, uh, a fun little group called the Beastie Boys. Oh, you're talking about me. And they did, they did a track called Intergalactic Planetary. I think is the name of that.
0: It's I think it's just intergalactic intergalactic
1: plant planet. Plan, I think it's planetary planetary galactic. Yeah. But the it?
0: first base hit. Yeah. Yeah. So that's so, a fun little, that's a fun yeah, little jam. If you have it. Okay. So if you have a subwoofer, listen to it with your sub on, turn it off, make sure there's no um, filters on your, your, your speakers and then listen to it again. And if it gives you an idea of what it sounded like with your subwoofer then that means you there the you go face roll off
1: yeah dude i've been i've been having fun with subwoofers lately q acoustics was kind enough to send me two subwoofers no. the uh, the q12s and i'm matching them up with the concept 300s because after spending time with the concept 500 and now the concept 300 i shot q acoustics a little feedback email saying what you guys need well hold on let me go wide i see it back there i see it i see it um what i was telling them is you guys need a sub for the concepts and he was like thank you for that feedback i'm going to sh- send that to the right department in the meantime we do have some killer subs that you can get glossy and match with the concepts do you want to play with them and i was like yeah, I do. And so I Is I've it been a thin
0: one? No. Or is it regular regular
1: sub? Twelve inch mama jamas. I mean, these are and they're sealed. Ooh, I and, was just gonna ooh. have sealed
0: or ported. Yeah. Sealed. Uh I've got the dude, SBS uh SB one thousand pro. I oh, do you really? Mm-hmm. The that's one exciting. With the, the app and everything? Yeah, that's awesome, dude. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah
1: subs are great man i love i you know what i enjoy the most is just dialing in a sub i love the hunt of just setting it up for the first time and like is that too hot is that too low and just like messing around and trying to get it perfect i i enjoy that i geek out on that stuff it's fun
0: so Close your eyes. And then the
1: kids, the kids go and change everything and they're like, Oh yeah. yeah. That's a lot of fun when that's a lot of max out the game. All
0: right. Eyes are closed. All right. Imagine sitting in your favorite listening position. You've got the, your speakers are just perfect. Just perfect. All right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, you have a sub, you're wanting to dial it in. Oh yeah. Mm All right. All right. You're making it weird. All right. Now open your eyes. (laughs) All right. Now imagine that you have your phone, your mobile in your hand and you look down and you've got an app. And on that app, you can control not only crossover points, but gain. And now, instead of having to sit there and listen, crawl behind the sub, and then go back and sit there and listen, in real time, boop, 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 boop. you can just slide it up, slide it down, change crossover points. Yeah.
1: If if only there was such a thing that exists, you know. So, did you see that? Did you see that in a movie? Was it in Back to the Future? They were doing that on their phones, and they were doing that noise: beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, beep, boop. beep, beep. No, yeah,
0: something like that. Yeah, uh, Biff had one. In the I knew it. it. Um, Good old Biff. No, but Svs has that tech, right? And then all of a sudden, guess what they did? They're like, oh yeah, like they 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 they, they did a Polk. They're like, okay, let's we're just gonna take this technology down to the five hundred dollar sub. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, like. Okay, I kind of enjoy dialing in a sub, but what I, really... I don't enjoy is crawling behind it and putting it, <laughs> and then changing it, and then I'm changing phase. Oh, you can also change yeah. phase on the uh, on that. So I don't enjoy the crawling in there and then crawling Dude. back and then listening to it. So
1: amen, like, amen. If you're gonna bring tech to a sub, that's a smart way to do it. That's a smart way to do it. I agree.
0: And yeah, like everything even okay so they added the app and all that functionality and then they're just like yeah we're gonna make everything else better too but keep it at the same price i'd love brilliant i love companies that do that yeah they're just like okay here's a new speaker but we're gonna leave it at the same price yeah super smart
1: it's great yeah well dude this was easy what else do we got to talk about i don't know talked about the reserves talked about Subwoofer's talked about a little bit about tubes, tube amplification fires.
0: Yeah, I'm excited. So, I want to hear the EL84s, I want to hear the SB 300Bs. Like I just I, I want to I wanted to hear it all now. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I can't blame you, buddy. I've got a I've got some 300B tubes headed my way that I'm going to check out. They're from Greece. Yeah. They're called the Achilles. From a company that i can't pronounce so that's
0: cool because it's a play on the greek gods
1: yeah it'll be fun to check those out see what those are all about and um
0: what do you got going what are you dropping well like a hot rock i don't know how much i'm allowed to say oh do you have another secret speaker because i'm out of secret speakers
1: i don't know to be honest with you but my friend uh Clayton Shaw from spatial audio is going to be driving to my house takes him about 10 hours to get here and I think he's leaving Tuesday so at some point Clayton Shaw is going to be here and he said I'm bringing something
0: it's gonna be cool nope. and when Clayton
1: Shaw says that I pay attention because he doesn't he doesn't mess around.
0: So, I don't personally know Clayton, but I'm gonna go ahead and trust you. He's a great dude. He's a great dude. One of the best. Yep. One of the best.
1: Yep. Half oh, good. as good looking as you are, twice as smart. So, it's like that type of a thing.
0: Does he have a giant gut like I do?
1: Not quite as impressive quite
0: as I Not quite as impressive as your really one pack. Play. Yeah, everybody saw that. Oh, yeah, we're dads. We've earned it.
1: It's like a badge of honor. We've earned it. It's our dad bod. So,
0: yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Your headphones. Okay, so initially. Okay, so those are the 99, Meze 99 Neos.
1: They are. Good eye.
0: So initially, and we're twinsies. Yeah, we're twinsies. So initially I saw those and I'm like, man, I like my walnut ones. Mm-hmm. a lot better and then you're mm-hmm. moving around and it's like the black and chrome and i'm like it's pretty Yeah, those look pretty cool they're cool so you have yeah. two pairs of mezzes now
1: yeah i got the old hope i don't burn my arm on my tube amplification fires so these are my tried and true i i bought these i own these with my own money okay they weren't given to me or anything like that i bought these and i've had them for a while um And then these were sent in to review. I don't know if they're going to want them back when I'm done. We'll see. And the drivers are the same. They measure, according to the box, they measure the same. But everybody that has ever done a comparison of these two says, these have a little bit more bass, a little bit more Hmm. mid-bass and bass, which is interesting. And the only difference is they ditched the walnut, you know, cups and they have like it almost feels like a leather in a way is the best Mm -hmm. way it's it's a very pleasing texture and uh they do indeed sound a little bit different
0: so that's cool man i've been really impressed with meze um and you know the rice solos were my first kind of toe dip into the meze water and the (laughs) these are fantastic they're great I don't want to, I haven't done the review her. yet, but they're really nice. Really, really yeah. nice. You know what else I got in? Uh, viewers in the Hyphen and Sundaros. You were, uh,
1: you dropped a bomb in a little text thread with our buddies from the Valor yeah. LLC and DMX.
0: Well, so I listened to them and like, of course I've seen a lot of videos and that's a very well-regarded headphone, uh, especially yeah. like bang for the buck you know a lot of people say that's one of the best best you can get for under five hundred dollars yeah and so i put them on and i'm listening to them and i'm listening mm-hmm. to through the uh i5 zen can which great headphone amp yeah um which i'm sending back and i, I got something cool coming from i5. anyway i'm listening mm-hmm. and i'm like immediately i'm just like oh yeah yeah and then i hit the now they're a little thin on bottom but that mm-hmm. tends to happen with a really nice really detailed planar so I hit the mm-hmm. bass boost on the i5 zen can and I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh and then man. like that part in uh the like the newest Star Wars where they find Han Solo and they're talking about Luke Skywalker, and he like Han Solo starts talking about the forest. He's like, It's true. All of it, it's all true. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, like everything that everybody says about that headphone, and I'm like, Yep, yep, I get it. It's I get awesome. it. I, that headphone to me sounded like a. That headphone sounded like what I wanted the Sennheiser HD 800s to uh, sound like.
1: Now, right? are they remind me? Are they open back? They are. Open yeah, they're back open planars. back. Planar, yeah. What is but their they, comfort
0: like? Are they very comfortable? Um, so they're not uncomfortable, and they're not like the plushest thing ever. They're fine. The very good curved headband though. So it engages a lot of your head. So I think, I think people would be able to wear them for a long time. So no comfort strap like these, but it's still like, it's just a very good U shaped the way it is. And so, okay. It sits on your head.
1: Dude, that's awesome,
0: man. Uh, Great. Nothing bad to say. I mean, if you're really in the base and you don't have bass boost or EQ, probably not going to be the headphone for you, but if you're in a clarity, um, and you can mess with your base to your taste base. Yeah, it's
1: base. awesome base they're for your, awesome. um, and then I have, let me think, what else do I have like three other speakers coming in? I've got, a. have got a lot of irons in the fire stuff. We, I haven't even told you about, I think, um, I don't know if I mentioned it, but I do have the SVS ultra towers Ooh, in for review. The big my boys, my. they're still out in the garage. I haven't had a chance to unbox them People because like those. for the past, few days um my kids have been trying to kill me is what they've been trying to do so we've been doing some you know hand-to-hand combat as they've been very sick and so i haven't had a chance to bring them in and check them out um but i'm excited to check those out and then this is gonna be interesting klipsch heresy
0: no Seriously, that's one of my, my unicorn speakers that I've like. I decided that that's the speaker, my endgame speaker, even though I've never heard it. I just decided, oh, yeah, the Klipsch Heresy, yeah. that's what that's going to be my end endgame. Yeah. Um, so I can't wait to hear your input on it. Um, yep. <clears throat> I'm cool. I'm glad that you're getting something from Klipsch.
1: Well, kind of. So it's through Safe and Sound. I worked with them right. on it. I was like, hey, I really want to check the speaker out. You know, it's such an, it has such an interesting story behind the heresy, even the name heresy. And that's just because Paul was like, I'm not going to make a small speaker. People want big sound. They need to get a big speaker. And then, you know, that's why it's the heresy is, and then it ended up being like a a crowd favorite for a lot of people. You know, they're like, "This, this is a badass speaker, you know?
0: Well, I've always, always, always wanted to hear that. Um, Yeah. Outside of my channels, like Comfort Zone, but I can't wait to get uh, your your take on it. Guess what uh, showed up yesterday? What? Uh, GR Research Encore Kit. Yeah, actually, when we get done with this, I might, like, uh, glue up one of the enclosures.
1: Do it. Do it. Do it. Mm -hmm. Do it blind. Do it blindfolded. Film the whole thing. I don't thing.
0: think that's. I don't think that's a good idea.
1: Randy, shirt off, blindfolded, use like a bandana, like a karate guy.
0: Mm-hmm. Make it happen. Yeah, I like. Challenge I accepted. like that. Challenge I accepted. I like that you're thinking about cool things to do. But <laughs> let's keep, you know, peeling back that onion, maybe <laughs> throw some different ideas, and we'll jot well, them down on the whiteboard. I'll I like it. Your... I like that you're thinking.
1: I'll talk to your interns about it. I'll throw some more ideas. Spaghetti on a wall. That's what we. That's what we do here. Yeah. At NRD, spaghetti on a wall.
0: That's a funny bit for a sponsor. Yeah. I don't know there you go. spaghetti in a speaker.
1: Yeah. Um, now I, I tried, now I
0: have to work it out. Now
1: I. I, have to. I tried lubricating the Concept Three Hundred tubes this morning, Randy, and it. I I'm gonna. I'm going to have to talk to Q Acoustics about what has happened.
0: Um, Let's get some mice and rats in there. It's a little, little rough, little rough. It's I don't a mess know if in there, isn't it? You know why that happened? Mm. You didn't like cure long enough.
1: That's what it is. I think I'm just going to give it a bubble bath later. It should be fine. I'd be like, guys, don't worry about it. I gave it a bubble bath. It's okay. It all washes off. It's yeah. a speaker.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, turns out that that uh, sponsor for that video this morning—they're not even a legitimate company. It's just some guy in a van. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was super disappointed because I thought there's—I thought I thought, thought there's a lot of it. opportunity with that product, and it turns out it's just some transient in a van. Yeah. Well, I, I think he's just putting literally taking oil mixed yeah. with chocolate syrup and then putting it and stamping on there. Uh, just send his port lube lubricant. Okay. Well,
1: I'll have, yeah, I'll have Nick from Q 6 reach out to you and talk to you about that. So I, I didn't tell you to do
0: that, Ron. That's on you.
1: I didn't see a disclaimer, Randy. Okay. I didn't see a disclaimer. And usually I take those pretty seriously. So
0: I guess it is all my fault that you poured <laughs> chocolate <laughs> syrup into your speaker. Um, Randy did done. it. I'm not done actually right look at this still it's still, so awesome it's so awesome hair. i loved
1: it i love it dude i uh, love it is that's your lunch for later that'll be your, <laughs> there you go there you go Yeah. uh harman international is sending me out a revel loudspeaker first time experiencing revel big towers i think they're like four thousand bucks for the towers so kind of Kind of big boy stuff. We'll see what those are all about. So I'm excited. Okay.
0: Excuse my ignorance. Yeah. That's JBL, right? It is
1: under the umbrella of, of Harman. Okay. Harman is at the top. And then JBL, uh, Har, um, Revel, Mark Levinson, couple others. Yeah. All under the umbrella.
0: I of- didn't know, uh, crown was a Harman brand. Yeah. 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 Yeah, more on the pro audio side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 So
1: I'm excited. So that'll be my first foray checking out Revel. And then uh, Triangle is sending me a big tower. And I this is going to be an interesting one. It's a higher price Triangle. The and Bro 12? Inter- no, no. This is, I forget, like astral or something like that. But what's cool about it, Randy, and I'm dying to find out if they did it right, and if they didn't, mm. it might be a little weird. There's a tweeter in the back. Tweeter in the front and tweeter in the back. And that Ooh. design can work. It can work. You just got to be careful. It's all about a couple little tricks that you got to do to make it work. So, what what do we see back there? Let me hold on. Ooh. It's, it's a clips clips clip I think it's At- clips. I think it's it's Clips.
0: Clips. Clips. Uh, Another uh, cheap audio man thing he likes to do. It's the RB51.2. So while everyone's making the new speakers and they're getting excited about that, I'm like, let's see if we can find a deal. If someone has a bunch of speakers that aren't as expensive as they used to be, that probably are still pretty good. Good for you, Randy. rb 51 twos actually RB 61 twos are actually still in stock too. <clears throat> That's awesome, dude.
1: Oh, cool. So yeah, lots of exciting things on both of our channels. Um, guys, I'm sorry that this, uh, podcast is a bit late. As I mentioned, the uh, kids were trying to kill Sarah and I, and we succeeded. We won there. Everybody is healthy, which is great. Um, before you
0: wrap this up, let me ask you one more question. Yes, sir. What was the one biggest surprise and takeaway that you had about the, the reserve series?
1: The biggest takeaway and surprise
0: was and that could be two questions. I don't know. It doesn't have, they don't they don't have to be like the same. So for me, being
1: straight with you is when I read over the specifications and I saw it mentioned as a two-way tower and then looking at it, and then hearing it, spending time with it, the biggest surprise was come to find out that it's really a a two-and-a-half way. There is no hole in the mid-band that I was kind of worried about. And then from there, once I got over that, and like I talked to the engineer, I talked to Scott about it. Once I got over that hurdle, and I realized, like, this is solid engineering. These guys know what they're doing. Only then did I really start to... Really appreciate it for what it was. And when I did, I just realized what a great time to get into hi fi because, dude, towers like this at that price, when I got into hi fi, they didn't exist. It just wasn't a thing. And what the Reserve Series taught me is that when a company like Polk is like, we're going to give you actual value real value. We're, we're going to stop dorking around kind of like what you were saying before. We're going to put some thought into these loudspeakers. What you end up with is just a fantastic, well-engineered loudspeaker that gets almost everything right, in my opinion. Like so much of it right that even my small critiques of bass are so small. I mean, understand this, bro. I feel like the texture and tone of these is ahead of the, the JBLs that I review that are 4,000 bucks. So Mm -hmm. it's not about, so it's not about how much money you spend. It's just, we just gotta start looking at what is the, what is the materials being used? What does it bring to the table? How does it perform? And when I sat back and I just kind of let go and I was like under two grand, under two grand for these.
0: Yeah. That's it, MSRP, right? They could, they could go even a little bit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I it could really, down a bit more. $7.99 each. So for me, my biggest takeaway was there's just, there's not a better time to get into hi-fi is now. And there's people that will watch my channel that don't have more than that to spend on a pair of loudspeakers. I'm telling you objectively and subjectively, you couldn't go wrong with them because they are, They're very good. Very good. What about
0: you? (sighs) Well, I think one of the bigger surprises was just how well they sound staged and imaged. Mm. Like, I expected them to sound good. Mm -hmm. Um, I just didn't. When they disappear. Yeah. I just didn't expect them to just be like. I just, I don't know. See, I've never got a chance to hear the LSI or the legends. Okay. So I've never had that experience with the high end. All my experiences have been with the RTI, the S series, the T series. And so I didn't know if it was going to be an extension of that kind of part of their portfolio, or if the upper portfolio was going to kind of shift to the left. Yeah. I just how refined they were just like, yeah, the nuances. It wasn't just about how good they sounded, but it was like the, the experience, the intangibles, you know, the soundstage imaging layering. Yeah. It was just a really, I don't know, refined, super, super refined and fun. Yet still like it, it just checks all the boxes for does. And it's, it's pretty like the only other speaker I think that comes close to it is, you know, the UB 52s and this is way, way prettier. And it's only two drivers. Yeah. So I think that's a remarkable accomplishment. It's an
1: accomplishment. It's an achievement. It is. Mm
0: -hmm. And I think it just speaks to Polk being like, Hey, you know, this just, and this, I don't know if this is true or not, but I feel like, okay, let's let everybody enjoy yeah. The good stuff.
1: The good stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's not just for up here. Let's just highfalutin. Yeah. Right. Because when the legend came out, I was just like, oh, uh, man, that looks so awesome. But there's no chance I would ever be able to have those.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, dude, I, that's it. That's, that's our thoughts on the reserve series. And I, 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 completely agree with you, man. I was shocked. I plopped those things down. Typically I, I really spend quite a bit of time of trying to get a speaker to disappear. Those are our 600s were like, what did you say to me? You yeah. know, it's just like, what this yeah, is like, easy?
0: Did somebody come and take my speakers?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had a performance in the room, dude. It was, it was, and it was just easy and right out of the gate, like. We have break in and things like that, you know, depending on where you stand, it is a thing, but needless to say, like the first track, I was like, oh,
0: okay. That's a good point. You don't have to talk these speakers into sounding good with placement. No, no. I think they're pretty forgiving. Down. Yeah. 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 All right. My All right, friend, Polk, go ahead and sign, uh, send the check. Uh, to my PO box, and then uh, we did agree upon uh, In-N-Out Burger, Wadaburger, and Taco Bell unlimited for the rest of the year.
1: Taco Bell so. was not part of the deal. I remember seeing that they they pulled it at the last minute, so it's just Did they Is
0: it a yum? Did it was because of part of the yum brands? They couldn't do it. They portfolio do it. Of yeah. yum brands family of restaurants. They couldn't do it. Yeah, <laughs> they were in bed with PepsiCo. Yeah what this is going right off the rails Ron.
1: we're done ladies and gentlemen thank you thank you thank you i'm sorry that we uh you know missed the mark this week uh in all seriousness the kids were sick it's been a rough week for
0: dude don't apologize man you have family yeah sorry
1: all right no problem we're done All the links that you need are down below. You can check out this podcast on all of the major platforms. We hope you enjoy the show. If you have any feedback for us, constructive criticism, we welcome that. Let us know in the comments down below. Uh, Tell us what you think. What kind of things uh, did we talk about that led to some questions? What questions do you have for us? We'll uh, be happy to help you out, and we'll see you guys in the next video.